maybe we can turn and just talk to you a little while tonight. Amen. And I feel like I've been in revival. And praise the Lord. I think the only day I haven't preached lately was Saturday. Amen. So uh, we give God thanks for even strength and a mind to hold fast. I want you to turn with me to the fourth chapter, fourth chapter of the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter 4. And let us consider two verses here that are prominent. Amen. There's some great things said here in chapter 4. Amen. Hallelujah. Paul tells us in verse 1, stand fast in the Lord. Verse 4, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Amen. I believe it's chapter 4, verse 8. It tells us what to think about. Is that right? Chapter 4, verse 13 says, I can do all things through Christ. This is a great chapter in the Bible. Yeah, he says in chapter 4, verse 19, my God shall supply all your need according to his riches and glory. So a preacher can land in chapter 4, amen, and preach all night long if he wanted to. There's, there's something good in there for everybody. But tonight we just want to focus on verses 6 and 7 where we find these words, be careful for nothing. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the, God, and the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. I want to talk with you just for a little while about managing anxiety with thanksgiving. Managing anxiety with thanksgiving. As we have forestated, Paul the Apostle is the writer here, and he is writing this letter to the church at Philippi, which I believe was in uh, uh, Europe. And uh, he is writing to them, but he is writing from prison. You see, he was falsely accused at Jerusalem of teaching the Jews to disobey the law of Moses. And he was also accused of desecrating the temple by bringing non-Jews or Gentiles into the temple. Well, both of these charges were false. But since Paul was a Roman citizen, and it's good to be a citizen, he exercised his right when falsely accused to appeal to Caesar to hear his case because the Jews were determined to secretly assassinate the apostle or have the Romans kill him. So he finds himself in a Roman prison with plenty of time on his hands. And he didn't have a deck of cards to play cards. And if he had a handkerchief, he didn't spend his whole time crying and feeling sorry for himself. He might have had just cause to complain because of the injustice that he was suffering, but he chose to be joyful. He chose in the midst of his calamity to rejoice, knowing that he was a child of God and that it was God working in his life both to will and to do of his good pleasure. 
And saints, we don't always understand why we suffer. And it never feels good when we suffer unjustly. But if we believe that the Lord will be sanctified among the people watching us, then let the circumstances of our life bring glory to the Lord. This is the season of thanksgiving in our country. But as saints of God, we live with grateful hearts and we should be offering thanks unto the Lord at all times. It's always in order for us. In these last days, many people are having trouble coping with the cares of life. And depression has become one of the big words in our uh, vocabulary. So much so until even some of the saints, some of the people of God are claiming to be depressed. Experiencing depression and the symptoms that are associated with depression. Uh, but saints, un unlike the world system or people who live in that system who do not know God, we have a strategy for managing our anxiety. And that strategy is to give thanks unto the Lord. The better we get at employing this strategy, the more comfortable we will be with Paul's words when he said, be careful for nothing. And so I want to give you a four-point plan this evening for managing anxiety. And this plan is not something I pulled or Googled. It's not something I thought up in my own mind, but it's straight from the word of the Lord, from the scriptures. I want you to learn how to deal with anxieties in life in a constructive way. Praise the Lord. So the Apostle Paul speaks to us a command, praise the Lord. He says, be careful for nothing. Amen. Don't be anxious. Amen. Sometimes the way we might translate that is don't worry. <laughs> it seems like for us, praise God, when people tell us not to do something, that's the very thing we do. Amen. But he says, don't worry. Be anxious for nothing. To be anxious is to be troubled with cares the cares of life. And so we all experience anxiety from time to time. The vicissitudes of life, the cares of, of this world sometimes are overwhelming. But during these times, we have a choice. We can worry ourselves sick or take our troubles to the Lord. Trust him to work out everything after the counsel of his will and rejoice in his promised providential care. Now, amen, uh, when we get to worrying, praise the Lord, most of the time our worrying is illegitimate. Somebody came up with some statistics, amen, and they said that when we worry, 44% of the time the thing we're worried about never happens. Praise the Lord. That's almost half. 34% of the time the things we're worrying about are over and done. They're in the past. And you can't relive the past, so why uh, go over it and over it and over and over it unless there's some real constructive effort to try to learn how to be better in the present and the future. But that's not the reason most people visit the past, is to regret it and to worry themselves over it. 12% of our worries are needless worries. We worry about our health. We feel a lump on our arm. It's cancer. We feel a little ache in our jaw. It's locked jaw. Amen. Praise God. We feel a little pain in the knee. We need a knee replacement. 
Praise the Lord. We are extremists when it comes to concerning ourselves about things that are needless. Praise the Lord. And 10% of the time, our worries are just petty, miscellaneous worries. Praise the Lord. So the first thing to do is to stop worrying. Praise the Lord. Because you know that as a child of God, you have a strategy straight from the word of God that can help you to overcome. Praise the Lord. Amen. And part of that strategy involves throwing your anxiety upon Jesus Christ. Amen. Peter the apostle said in 1 Peter 5 and 7, he said, casting all your care upon him for he cares for you. How many of you tonight believe that the Lord Jesus cares for you? Mm -hmm. Amen. I want you to wake up for a minute and get your neighbor by the hand because they may be sleeping unbelieving. Praise the Lord. Look at your neighbor and affirm this truth to them. Tell them, neighbor, the Lord Jesus cares about you. Ah, you need to say it a little more convincing, praise the Lord. Amen. Their knees are still knocking. Their ankles are still weak. Their mind is still running crazy. Praise the Lord. Imagining cuckoo things, praise the Lord. Amen. But if you're a child of God, raise your hand tonight. Amen. If you've been born of the water and of the spirit, amen, there are promises in this Bible that belong to you, praise God. So get that neighbor by the hand and give them a fern grip. Don't give them the dead fish grip. Give them a fern grip and say, neighbor, the Lord Jesus cares about you. Praise the Lord. If he cares about you, then he cares about everything that has to do with you. Everything that's affiliated and associated with you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And you ought to take this to heart and believe this. Praise God. Amen. Don't get in your mind. The Lord doesn't care. You know, we get in our mind sometimes the old lie that the mind or the devil tells us that people don't care. Well, maybe some people don't. But, amen, you're not going to tell me that there's nobody that cares about you. Praise the Lord. There's more people that care about you and your well-being, whether you make it or not, whether you live or die, than you care to admit. It's just that when you get down and out and begin to beat yourself up, amen, like you were in the ring with Mike Tyson, amen, because it seems like some of us, we feel better being down than being up. Praise the Lord. You got to shake that old stuff. Amen. Because that should not be the mindset of a true child of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You've got to realize that every promise in Jesus is yea and amen. And if he made a promise to you, amen, to provide your every need. Paul said, my God shall supply all our need according to his riches in glory. Amen. If he made a promise, then you realize he will fulfill that promise because God cannot lie. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. He knows all about us. Matter of fact, Paul on another occasion said, having this seal, the Lord knoweth those that are his. So he knows all about you. We used to sing a song, there's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. Jesus knows all about our struggles. He will guide till the day is done. There's not a friend like the lowly 
only Jesus. No, not one. No, not one. And so he gives us the privilege in the midst of the cares of life, the overwhelming problems that we might come to, amen, as frail human beings, to talk to him about it. And that's the third part of the strategy. Pray about it. Praise the Lord. Amen. Don't go around complaining to everybody about it because most people, no matter how sympathetic, can really do little to help you solve your problem. Amen. They're too busy focusing on their own, praise the Lord, struggling with their own, praise God. But you have the privilege as a child of God to go to the Lord about it and talk to him about it. Amen. Make your concerns known to the Lord. Paul makes it very clear here, praise God. He said, but in everything by prayer, hallelujah, let your requests be made known unto the Lord. Talk to him about it. Ask him, praise God, make him aware of what it is you think that you are going through. Amen. Because sometimes our mind is not really working quite like it ought to when we imagine some things, don't we? Mm-hmm. Amen. Praise God. We make little problems out of big problems. We make nothingness into monsters. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But the Lord wants you to come and talk to him about it. Amen. Ask him about it. Make your request known unto the Lord and then ask for help. Hallelujah to the Lord. Somebody sometime will just need to throw up your hand and say, Lord, help me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Even if you don't understand everything that's going on, you know you're in need of the help of the Lord. It doesn't make a difference what it's about or what it's for. Amen. There's no shame in asking the Lord to help you. Praise God. Uh, Wasn't it Jesus who said, ask and it shall be given you. Seek and ye shall find knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Uh, Amen. Wasn't it Jesus who said that everyone that asks receives? Uh, Praise the Lord. Amen. Are you somebody? If you're somebody especially if you're a child of God then you ought to exercise this privilege and claim this promise and stand on it and realize that some way somehow hallelujah in God's own time and within the context of his purpose amen he is going to help you all you've got to do is ask him praise the Lord hallelujah and take your watch off and get your eyes off the clock praise the Lord hallelujah because the next thing you're going to do amen is designed to get your mind off of time praise the Lord hallelujah because the Lord always knows what time it is. He doesn't need you to tell him what time it is. Praise God, hallelujah. But he's waiting to see if you're going to exercise the next step in the strategy, which is a step of faith and to give thanks unto the Lord. That's why Paul said, hallelujah, don't be nervous about anything. He said, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. We, we want to give thanks after it's all over and after it's all done praise God but Paul said don't leave this piece out of the strategy don't leave this piece out when you're praying about your anxiety your troubles your problems uh, your cares hallelujah right then when you're talking to the Lord he says do it and offer thanks unto the Lord yes this thanks you might think in your natural mind is a little premature praise the Lord hallelujah but we are told to do it because it is an act of faith and without faith it is impossible to please God for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek
seek him. Hallelujah. So don't forget to add some thanksgiving while you're praying because you know if you ask anything in his name, amen, he said he will do it. Is that what the writer, amen, in the gospel of John said? Hallelujah to the Lord. So you ought to learn how to start thanking the Lord in advance. Amen. If you would just let your mind roll back a little bit, amen, you can see that the Lord has already brought you through many toils and snares, brought you through many problems and troubles. Hallelujah. Brought you through many so-called scare tactics of the devil. Hallelujah. And you're still here by the grace of God. You're still in the land of the living. No matter what the devil of the world or your own mind tries to say to bring about your demise, you're still standing on a solid foundation, which is Jesus Christ the Lord. Amen. Praise God. And you don't have to worry about being moved when you stand on the Lord because, hallelujah, after a while you're going to realize that everything is going to be all right. Praise God for the Bible says there is no temptation, no trouble taking you but such as is common to man. But God is faithful who will not suffer you. He won't allow you to be tested beyond your able but with the temptation will make a way of escape that you may be able to bear it. Hallelujah. That's why when we come in here and clap our hands and pat our feet and are given an opportunity to stand up and testify we all ought to be like toast coming up off the toaster. We all ought to be like that jack that jumps out the box because when we're walking with the Lord and we're holding on to his promise and we believe in his word even though we have trouble sometime we know that some way somehow the Lord's going to bring us through because he's brought us through so many times praise God hallelujah David said many are the afflictions of the righteous but the Lord delivereth him out of some of them is that what he said he said the Lord delivereth him out of them all so you ought to have this expectation that no matter what's going on no matter what the anxiety no matter what the trouble the Lord is going to deliver me because he promised hallelujah and every promise in him is yea and amen the God that we serve cannot lie the God that we serve is able let the church say amen so that's why you thank the Lord in advance you thank him for your deliverance let the church say amen hallelujah praise the Lord and you don't have to wait as somebody said until the battle is over you can shout now you can get up and talk bold about who your God is and what he's going to do what he's promised praise the Lord hallelujah because you know that some way somehow he's going to help you he's going to bring you through if I have a witness put your hand together and praise the Lord oh thank you Jesus hallelujah praise God we may not always know what to pray for as we ought to amen but the Bible says the spirit itself make his intercession for us with groaning which can amen hallelujah cannot be uttered and he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God hallelujah and Paul said and we know amen that all things work together for good to them that love God to them who are the called according to his purpose hallelujah it may not seem like an individual 
little incident has anything to do with benefit for your life but let me tell you when you throw it in there and you mix it all up hallelujah God is going to turn out good after a while thank you Jesus praise the Lord this is the season where folks are going to be baking cakes and they're going to be baking pies hallelujah and salt praise God is going to be one of the ingredients because if you leave salt out whatever you have praise God don't taste like much does it hallelujah but if you're baking your cake or baking your pie don't forget the salt but let me tell you if you take salt by itself and and put a whole lot of salt on something amen it don't taste so good anymore I remember as a child I was down in Brooklyn visiting my grandparents and me and my brother and sister amen the three of us were around the breakfast table and grandma made some grits and she allowed us a little more liberty than my parents allowed at home they didn't let us grab a hold of the salt shaker and do anything with it praise God because they knew we were kind of cuckoo and didn't have good sense enough to know what to do but grandma sometimes give you a little more liberty and so we got that salt box and man we went to town just putting salt on it didn't even have wisdom enough to taste it but when it came tasting time them grits were nasty because they were loaded with a necessary ingredient but it was too much of it but grandma was old school grandma she said the three of you are going to sit there and you're going to eat all them grits and let me tell you to this day I might pick up a salt shaker maybe two or three times in 365 days I don't require a whole lot of salt I don't need a whole lot of salt maybe I got cured for salt I ain't no deer I don't feel like I need to lick a salt cube praise God I'm just trying to make the point to you that something praise God may not be good in excess in and of itself but with the right amount and rest of the ingredients hallelujah it can come out for good so you may experience something hey glory to God that doesn't feel good right now hallelujah but the Bible tells God not going to put more on you than you're able to bear but you need a little bit of this so when he mixes up everything that has to do with your life your life will be good and it taste good amen you'll be rooted and grounded in the love of God you'll have a double determination and a press in your soul hallelujah to go through no matter what happens you'll be able to sing and say like the old songster I'm going through I'm going through I'll pay the price whatever others do I'll pay make the way we'll take the way with the Lord despise few because I've started with Jesus and I'm going through amen I received the Holy Ghost back in 1969 and I've yet to feel like I want to leave the church I want to go out to church I want to run away I've had highs I've had lows I've had in between I've had times of great joy and times of deep discouragement hurt and pain but not once have I felt like I'd be better off outside of Christ my glory my life is hid with Christ in God and when Christ who is my life shall appear then shall I'm going to appear with him in glory he made me a promise of eternal life and I'm determined by the grace of God to see it through amen all kind of troubles come on sometime unimaginable but I started with Jesus how about you I said I started with Jesus and I'm going through hallelujah I found that prayer 
absolutely necessary. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Back in 2016, when I had a surgery, I never had surgery in my life. I had to have this procedure. The doctor said, you got to have it. Praise the Lord. They sent me up to the hospital. I figured they'd just check me out, send me home. They got in the hospital. They said it was so bad. We're not even going to take you to the operating room. We're going to cut you right here. Hallelujah. They did it. Praise God. Patched me up and said, we're going to send you home. Because if we keep you here, you're liable to get infected. Amen. Praise God. I couldn't go out the house for six weeks or so. But while I was in the house, I began to walk around and praise the Lord and give thanks unto the Lord for he is good and his mercies endure forever. Every day it came time to, for my wife to help me out and change the bandages. I never felt such pain in my whole life. I went to the doctor for the first time when he ripped all the galls out the wound. Blood was flying everywhere, praise God. Amen. It was one of the most painful things I've ever experienced. But little did I know I had six more weeks of that pain every day to experience. Hallelujah to God. But amen. I tell you, praise the Lord, when she was finished, all that would come to my mind is I got 24 hours of good feeling before she got to do this again. Praise the Lord our God. Amen. Praise God. But during those times, I couldn't get here. But when you were here, I was praying. And when you weren't here, I was praying. And my prayers weren't loaded with tears or anything like that. I would lift my hand. I couldn't sit down sometimes because of the pain in the back. But I would just walk around with my hands up saying, thank you, Jesus. And it did something for me. Hallelujah to God. Amen. Since that time, I don't start off prayers. Amen. Moaning and groaning and belly aching and complaining. Amen. I start off every prayer with hallelujah. 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 I found when I began praising the Lord in the beginning, it changes the tenor of the prayer. It bolsters my faith and encourages me so that no matter what's going on, praise the Lord, it's still well with my soul. I encourage you to learn how to give thanks unto the Lord. For he is good and his mercy endure forever. Amen. Praise God. If you want to manage this anxiety, then you've got to learn to throw your hands up and give thanks. Hallelujah. That flesh don't want to get involved with it. Flesh don't want to say thank you for the pain or the trouble. But in everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. Sometimes the Lord is trying to nudge us out and push us out of our comfort zone so he can move us into a place, a larger space where he can bless us. We come kicking and complaining, turning up our nose at God and what he's doing. But he moves you because he want to put you in a better place. He's got a better space for you so you can grow and flourish in him. And you want to bloom in the place where the Lord has planted you, not where you have tried to plant yourself. Let the church say amen. Amen. So you manage your anxiety. You manage your fear. You manage your troubles by throwing up your hand and giving thanks unto the Lord. You ought to start right now because some of you are sitting here right now. Amen. Got the nerve to say I'm depressed. I never said that in my whole life. There's certain things my big mouth will not utter and I'm not going to bring cursing on myself with my mouth. I never said anything. I'm depressed. I felt bad a lot of times but I ain't never said I'm depressed because the God that I serve is able. 
if he can keep me from falling to present me faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy then I know there's no circumstance of life that he can't handle there's no problem he can't solve there's no way he can't make there's no door he can't open there's no crooked road he can't make straight there's no rough road he can't make smooth hallelujah somebody said why are you so happy about it praise the Lord because I know I'm blessed by the hand of God and whatever the Lord give me the only way you can get it is to steal it if you steal it you're in trouble with God let the church say amen some folks said bishop got this and bishop got that but praise God amen that's you you so young you don't realize there was a time when we didn't have much at all hallelujah and I ain't taking none of God's blessing back that he gave to me because I give no doubt more sometime in one Sunday than some of y'all might give in a month I don't mind giving to the Lord I don't hold back because I know the Lord will make a way somehow there's never been a time when there was something that I needed the Lord didn't supply let the church say amen if you're so good good will come back to you do I have a witness if you're faithful the Lord will be with you he'll confound the minds of the doubtful and those that don't have faith in him you don't need a whole lot if you know the Lord he'll bless you with what you need and every once in a while he'll give you some more let the church say amen I'm a witness I'm a witness I'm a witness that it pays to give thanks unto the Lord some of y'all sitting around here you listen to Deacon Canard listen to him holler and scream and some folks say the young man is crazy but look at how the Lord has blessed him he don't even testify soft God blessing you day and night some of you can't remember the last time you stood up and even gave a hallelujah praise let alone a testimony but you're breathing in and you're exhaling and you ain't got no troubles ain't got no sickness in your body hallelujah you got something to praise the Lord for you've got something to give God thanks for somebody said I get joy when I think about what the Lord has done for me the more you praise him the more you bless you the more you thank him the more he'll bless you anybody you keep thanking them they want to do more for you why don't you thank the Lord why don't you thank the Lord stop complaining stop focusing on what you don't have you have what you need you have what you need you have what you need you got life you got health you got strength you got food you're overweight you got all that you need you ought to give him the glory you ought to give him the praise you ought to thank him be careful for nothing
but in everything, everything, every single thing, make your request known unto the Lord with thanksgiving. And whatever you need, the Lord will give it to you. He knows when to give it to you. He knows how to give it to you. Praise the Lord. Even those of you praying for spiritual blessing. Praise the Lord. No need of you getting shook up and nervous. If the Lord promised, he will do it for you. Do I have a witness? How many of you have the Holy Ghost? How many of you received the Holy Ghost as soon as it came into your heart or mind to receive the Holy Ghost? How many of you received the Holy Ghost coming up out of the water in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ? How many of you had to call Jesus for a while? Some of us called Jesus for weeks. Well, I'll be nice. Days, weeks, months, and some of y'all fooled around for years. But did he come? Did he come? Did he come? Did you finally get to the place where you can receive him? Hallelujah. Did you finally get to the place where you could believe like you ought to believe and let him in? Hallelujah. When he came in, he brought you great joy, peace, happiness, deliverance, the love of God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't let, don't let your mind go wild. Prophesying the most negative thing that could ever be. Because if God be for us, it don't make no difference who's against you when the Lord is for us. If God be for us, who can be against us? Huh? He that delivered up his own son, how shall he not freely with him give us all things? Who can lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. People can accuse you of all kinds of things. They can try to be a stumbling block in your way. But if you will employ this strategy, stop worrying. It's just a waste of your brain cells and your time. Praise the Lord. Stop worrying. Start praying. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Start giving thanks. When you ask, give thanks. After you finish asking, give thanks. That's an example of the fact that you have faith. And you will find the Lord will come through for every time. He'll bless you every time. Hallelujah. Isn't the Lord good? Why don't you put your hands together and worship him? Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. His mercies, his mercies endure forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Lord bless you. You may be seated. Thank God for this privilege he's given us to be together once again. Hallelujah. That we might give thanks from our heart.
to the King of kings and the Lord of lords, to Jesus Christ, the true and faithful witness. Amen. And no doubt you can testify for yourself of God's goodness.